I remember so clearly the deep impact my First Communion had upon me. I knew that it was something sacred that was happening, and then that reception within and the joy and the peace that it brought. So good to experience the sacred so clearly. Shortly after that, probably about third or fourth grade, I was asked to start serving Mass. And I remember clearly being close to the altar to be so present to what was happening on that altar. And there was a deep stirring within my heart of the incredible gift of the sacred and to be able to serve at the altar. At a very humble country parish priest, Father Francis Pouliad, who was such a beautiful inspiration to me, just being a humble and kindly shepherd to his flock. And when he would celebrate Mass, the sacred became so evident, and God was stirring within my heart that desire to be set aside for the sacred. Little did I know at that age exactly what that meant. I would later come to discover that God was calling me to be a priest. But I remember as well all the obstacles that were in the way for me, certainly my own sense of inadequacy, the fear of what I would be asked to do, and making a human judgment that I can't do spiritual things humanly, and how the evil one worked hard on me to fill me with fear, fear of stepping forward and presenting myself to the church for the discernment of holy priesthoods. But there were great prayer warriors in my family and in my parish and beyond. Perhaps they seen the same thing that was happening within my heart, and I have zero doubt that it was because of the prayers of the good people of God that came to know me, that God was so gracious and kind to me, even as I resisted responding to the call of priesthood. We heard in this gospel today, at the sight of the crowds, Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them because they were troubled and abandoned like sheep without a shepherd. At the time of Jesus, there were so many who were struggling so much. And the exact same is true today. People filled with worry and fear, confusion and distraught by what's happening in the world, in our country, and sometimes even within our church. So what is Jesus' response? Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is abundant, but the labors are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out labors for his harvest. And remember, before he called his 12 apostles, he spent time in prayer with the heavenly father to discern who God was calling forward to be apostles. My brothers and sisters, what's needed in the church today is for fervent prayers from all of us that God will send holy vocations to the priesthood, the consecrated life, and to the diaconate. It's very hard in today's world to discern a vocation because there's so many distractions, temptations, so many opportunities for other things, and the evil one does not want more priests, 
more people set aside as deacons and consecrated sisters, brothers, or consecrated virgins. And yet the remedy, as Jesus knew back then, is the same today. The remedy is those who are willing to give their life in service of the sanctification of others. If only I would have known what an incredible gift it is to be a priest and now to be a bishop. As I look back, I would not have been so reticent. But I realized the reticence was my own humanity, my own frailty, and the work of the evil one to keep me from wanting to die to myself and to lay down my life in love for the service of the salvation of souls. Looking back, if I had to do it all over again, I would have said yes, a fervent and strong yes, because I cannot adequately describe what an incredible gift it is when the sacred enters into one through the sacred orders, holy orders. I remember that experience as deacon, that radical transformation, not unlike in that first communion confirmation, the radical change that's happening from within me that is a spiritual thing that brought joy and peace. Little did I know what an incredible gift it would be to baptize babies, adults, teaching those in RCIA, to be able to give First Communion, to hear the confessions of souls who are striving to get their life in right order with God and others. What an incredible gift it is to see the sanctity of a holy marriage and to be the celebrant of those and to be the one at the deathbed of souls in their last moments before God called them home. The spiritual reality of God's grace in and through a priest and I experience as a bishop, there's nothing compared to it in all that I've experienced in life. It is a mystery indeed. It is a mystery that's given only by God, but a power that is sacred, holy, and spiritual. God has made it clear to us through our gospel today that we are to beg the Father, to ask for an abundance of labors for the service of the salvation of souls. As we celebrate this Mass and as we hear this Gospel, let us pray that God will give those who are being called to be a priest, a consecrated sister, brother, consecrated sister, or a deacon, to have the courage to present themselves to the Church for the discernment of God's holy will, for that which is sacred and holy. While there are many who are weary, and as Jesus experienced, his heart was moved with pity, because they were troubled and abandoned. God will not leave us abandoned or troubled. Rather, he wants more souls to serve in the sacred offices and the sacred call of salvation of souls. Let's pray for that gift so that God may continue to send many for the salvation of souls.